0: Soy, The Final Frontier. I'm Comrade Brit.
1: And I'm Extremist Pat. These are the voyages of the Starship USS Operation Northwoods. Our ongoing mission
0: to seek out new episodes of Star Trek, both cringe and based. And to boldly go to Klingon, Klingon Shift Kajitar Four. Soy, Trick the Podcast is here! One half vegan, one half queer, a hundred percent communist, unless we have a best left left to Patrick Patrick and Britten, talking, joking, joking, farting, and shitting, shitting. all about Star Trek, like our buttholes, this show is red. Soy Trek, the podcast is here. So
2: listen to Soy Trek right in your ears. Oh, boy.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the breeze. No, it's good to be here. Is it? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> what's, up, uh, what's up, Patrick?
1: Nothing, Britt. How are you?
0: I'm well. Excellent. The podcast is Soy Trek. Welcome.
1: Yes. Welcome.
0: Um, you know what Hmm. we have ads oh yeah yeah you don't want ads well motherfuckers all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash dumb idiot bs what was that again dumb idiot bs patreon.com slash dumb idiot bs and you know what you get with that Hmm. you get to ask for pictures of my dick oh fun i mean you can do that on any social really
1: yeah yeah you could just be like at the grocery store
0: yeah, that too. I mean, you, don't, you don't, you don't, you don't like have to know me or listen to the show, really. Yeah. Come to think of it, um, hmm. but also there's
1: a reason why you're facing several uh, criminal court <laughs> criminal charges. Right, right. right. I'm on, I'm on some <laughs> lists, folks. Thankfully,
0: in a podcast, you don't have to say what lists you're on. Yeah,
1: exactly. You don't have to divulge that information. That can be completely mm. secret. That's
0: between me, God, and the priest I did it with,
1: and the United States government.
0: And my <laughs> local government. Yeah. And my parole officer. Yeah. And the parole officer's wife.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you kind of messed that up.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, if you get a chance to raw dog in your parole officer's wife, you got to take it. <sighs>
2: <laughs> um, so uh
0: but with the patreon you get uh brand new episodes as soon as they're done you don't have to wait for them to trickle out over the week like everybody else you get them in high quality stereo instead of mono if you're listening to this on uh, any of the the regular podcast stuff you're listening in mono you want to do a mono with me so they know how mono is mono, mono. that's all coming out of the same speaker you dumb dick <laughs> if you want to listen to it when two speakers, like a proper human with two ears, no mm. offense, sorry to be ableist to people with one ear, but, you know, mm. not real people. Mm. You know, that's the only okay. disability that's that bold, actually takes away your humanity entirely <laughs> is <laughs> missing, an, <laughs> missing an ear. <laughs> well, if you're missing both ears, you go back to being human again. Oh, Even okay. more human, in fact, mm. 110%, I'd say. Mm. But one ear, you lose your humanity. You're essentially a dog if you only have one ear. Yeah. So, so
1: like... uh Sylvester Stallone's character in, um, what was that movie where he played the cop?
0: cop oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, or cop Yeah, but I mean, he didn't, he lo- only lost his hearing because someone shot a gun next yeah. to his head at the end, right?
1: Oh, he, and, and, he, also, also, the, well, he also was kind of deaf because he, uh, he, remember he saved the girl from drowning and it messed oh, up his hearing. Oh, right, right. But then, like, he lost hearing. Right, right, right. Yeah. The only thing I really lost remember it, out of completely. that
0: movie is, like, the last, like, 15 minutes are just him with, like, uh, tinnitus. Yeah, just like yeah, and just like violent,
1: violently killing all the other cops. Yeah, it was, it's a
0: pretty <laughs> fun movie actually. Yeah. We we love a a, a Dorner ending to a movie.
1: Yeah, it's, I think it's when he was more like I don't know. He's kind of gone off the rails now, where he's just like has to be like muscle grandpa. Yeah, and and that is like one of the last films where he actually looked like a human being and not m- weird muscle grandpa with like a weird. I guess I technically, I think um, uh, Apollo or Creed. Rather. Oh, yeah, yeah, Creed yeah. uh he I like the first Creed movie. He like I rewatched that recently. Cause it's like good movie. I did like the whole I did another like I what uh prepare for the new Creed movie. I mm-hmm. watched it and um I was like, eh, all right. Um but uh yeah, he kind of just he looked like a normal person and then like in the second Creed movie, he got some surgery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and looked kind of, Yeah, and he's, he's he starting to look more. more
0: uncanny valley with yeah. every passing day. Yeah,
1: and then by Tulsa King, he just looks like no way is this like a real human being like yeah
0: <laughs> i don't just age with grace old man yeah, yeah. Age with grace i mean you know you've been you've been wearing yeah. you know little pumps and like platform shoes your whole entire life to make people think you're taller like mm-hmm. and everyone knows like everyone also knows you're getting enormous amounts of work done mm-hmm. and like you know we, we see that on the screen we don't need you to be like a shiny Wet grandpa. You can be. <laughs> you can take the the Clint Eastwood route and just become an old dry man mm. who still fucks. Yeah, who still fucks? Because um,
1: aren't they remaking like a like a cliffhanger type thing with him?
0: No, with Clint or uh, Sylvester. oh oh Sylvester, I was like Clint. No, with? No, no. no no no
1: no. But I think they aren't they doing something a new cliffhanger type thing.
0: They re- they really shouldn't. He's like seventy and he cannot climb. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think he
1: can support his own body weight anymore. M-
0: maybe if he's like the villain on the helicopter or something. Mm. But like they really don't and shouldn't cliffhanger reboot. No thank you. Is I mean is Stallone attached to it in any role other than like producer? Hopefully not. Um yeah we we really don't need that do we
1: Yeah cliffhanger reboot set with Sylvester Stallone
0: returning Wow well, you know, what, uh, you know what else just got rebooted huh. for a second season? What? This is Star Trek Strange New Worlds, oh, my yeah, friends, we're here to talk about. Yeah. yeah, we are actually here to talk about that. But uh, <laughs> before we do, I uh, just got to shout out uh, oh, our yeah, Patreons. Yeah. Uh, in the $5 tier, we got Dylan Lance, Ian Killia, Shane Sawyer, Nick Savard, Jordan Hill, David Craning Sites, Cappies, D Gursky, and Eric in South Slope. And uh, the $10 tier, the Media Dungeon tier, where you get access to my server yeah. with about... Uh, 16,000 films, about 700 shows. It's pretty fucking vast. Um, we got Jonah Hearn, uh, Electric Baphomet, Kyle Simmons, and PJ Hale.
2: Nice.
0: Uh, so if you want access to all that cool shit, fun stuff, uh, patreon.com slash dumb idiot BS. Yeah. That's patreon.com slash dumb idiot BS, which stands for bullshit, but also stands for bongo slayer.
1: Mm, bongo slut.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That too.
1: Yeah, you know what that ten dollars is actually cheaper than like like I think Max is now. Like It's
0: know. cheaper than any of the streaming services except for like Tubi, except for yeah. the <laughs> ones that have ads. And guess what? I don't have, have motherfucking ads. ads, baby. The
1: ads? Motherfucking like, ads. Ten, the, the 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 Plex server is worth it, the price alone.
0: Indeed. And then you also get access to all of our other stuff. So yeah. Sign up today. Be gay, sign up today.
1: <laughs>
0: that's that's what I gotta say about that. Yeah. Anyway, so now that we're done with that, uh, do we want to just uh, jump right into Star Trek Strange New Worlds Season 1? Let's do it. Sorry, Season 2, Episode 1. Hmm. All right. So we got Strange New Worlds again. Um, this one's back. Uh, you know, uh, last season ended last year, kind of around this time. Yeah. Uh, it took them about a, a year to make this season. Um, so this is going to be the 11th uh, episode in the series so far. hmm um and this one aired June 15th 2023 which was uh, yesterday mm-hmm. by my count right now yeah. um this one was written by Henry Alonzo Myers and Akiva Goldsman uh mm-hmm. best known as the two showrunners for the show mm-hmm. uh Akiva Goldsman also being well known for uh is one of the co-showrunners run- for Picard season 2 mm-hmm. which uh yeah <laughs> and then Henry Alonzo Myers I think he's the guy who did the magicians before this okay yeah
1: yeah i i started like that show and then like kind of got off the rails and i stopped watching
0: uh and then this one was directed by chris fisher who you might know from directing the previous episode of uh strange new worlds the season one finale a quality of mercy oh nice (laughs) which i thought was just fantastic yeah that was a really great episode So yeah when i saw that name i'm like oh yeah we got (laughs) we got the fish man in the house Mm -hmm. let's get let's get it let's get it done get it so um with the uh, with a writer strike going on, mm-hmm. I, uh, in solidarity with them, I've resolved to not write for this podcast. Yeah. And uh, so, what we're going to do is I'm appropriating the um, uh, a slightly revised version of the Memory Alpha article for this. Okay. So yeah. So yeah. That's yeah. Uh, we can just
1: have like a like a discussion of the
0: episode. Yeah. 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 Uh, so we'll 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 go over some things and maybe skip around a bit mm. and stuff. But uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we start out this episode with a captain's log, mm. and this is uh, Christopher Pike, who uh, just decided to run the natural course of history and. Not prevent himself from getting burned. And also, who is dealing with the arrest of his number one for being Illyrian, a uh, genetically modified person. Mm-hmm. So, Captain's Log, Stardate 2369, Enterprise nice, two, Enterprises in space dock at Starbase 1. The crew is taking some well-deserved leave while Chief Fleet Inspector Commander Palia and her team from Operational Support Services are running comprehensive inspections, systems checks, and upgrades. I've had my hands on the Enterprise getting everything ready, but even from afar, I sense a tension here among the brass I can't pin down. The feeling that something's in the air, but right now I have a crisis closer to home to deal with. And then it shows number one. So while uh, the Enterprise is undergoing routine maintenance uh, at Starbase One, Pike speaks with Una over a video chat, uh, who's in custody following the revelation that she's a Larian, in violation of Starfleet's regulations about genetic engineering. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have both attempted to reach out to someone they know could help Una's case, but have been ignored, and she can't find like a good lawyer anywhere. Mm-hmm. Can't find a good lawyer in Starfleet. I do
1: like how, um, like even yeah, she's incarcerated, but she is able to like take and receive calls
0: right that's kind of interesting i mean that that shows the liberalism of starfleet but at the same time it shows the illiberalism of yeah. starfleet in that she can't find a good lawyer so they still have the same incredibly broken british justice system we have now
1: and she, yeah and the fact that she's the whole entire reason she's incarcerated is because she's from it, because she's from because racism yeah yeah racism space racism yeah it's just because her species uh does uh genetic modification yeah and, and it's not
0: like she got to choose that or not yeah and it's, it's like they could have just expelled her from Starfleet but instead they need to incarcerate her?
1: Yeah, just like if 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 you have a fundamental disagreement with how her species acts, like mm-hmm. that's not a that's not a reason for incarceration. Right. And it's like and I mean maybe they're like the uh excuses like mm-hmm. oh maybe she was like, you know, she since she lied on her Starfleet application, mm-hmm. like she could be like a spy of some kind or something like that true, like true. that there there's that but the
0: Illyrians aren't like in a war or anything no with, no yeah they're yeah, just it, they're just still bitter about the fucking uh uh eugenics wars that happened over a hundred years mm-hmm, ago yeah 200 years ago yeah at this point.
1: it's at yeah at this point there's no, like there should be like very little cultural memory yeah of that and it's just like uh holding her like incarcerating her over that i think is very silly just mm-hmm. like lying on the honor thing which i i feel it's very hard to do because i'm i i always assumed like there would be also some sort of like genetic test or something that they would have to go through
0: right like some
1: sort of physical that they would do like
0: you figure and you figure they'd have the technology to do that easily but it's uh it's -hmm. pretty clear especially after like picard season three that like starfleet medical and science is woefully ill-equipped to Mm -hmm. uh um i don't know deal with medicine yeah, in any yeah. meaningful way
1: but also it always seemed like uh uh the uh the ship's doctors always had everyone's um genetic profile on on the ship mm-hmm. and i feel that even goes back to like enterprise i want to say yeah. almost and um um the fact that they are like completely but also you have to assume like oh maybe the genetic engineering was like also made her as human as possible
0: Perhaps, yeah. to, to deceive or something, yeah, but she she obviously wasn't trying to deceive, no. but, you know, I guess that doesn't matter because they still have the British court system that fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Pike suggests taking the case public, as uh, the public couldn't ignore Una's service record, but mm-hmm. Una refuses to allow Pike to be brought down for her mistake. Uh, She thinks she'll get a plea deal, but Pike is adamant that she cannot resign uh, considering the loss to the Enterprise and to him personally to be unimaginable. Mm -hmm. Una reminds him that he had taught her uh, not to start a fight she couldn't win, but Pike retorts that she uh, didn't start the fight and they would find a way to win it because that's what is right. He intends to reach out to their contact, which would involve a trip of three days to the other side of the quadrant um, and two and a half in one of the newer shuttles. Pike adds, but might just result in having a door slammed in his face. Una thinks Pike is being ridiculous, but if it was Una's only chance to fight the charges, he was determined to try. I don't understand why he needs to travel to some place. I don't know why he can't just do some subspace transmissions and talk to people.
1: Maybe it's seen as like uh, um, the, the to really bring home the seriousness of it and have it like a, a sit, actual sit down talk and
0: uh, let's let's be honest. The lawyer that he's trying to get for Una is just someone he really wants to fuck. Yeah, and he can't just... do that over subspace. Yeah, <laughs> you can't you can't dick down over subspace. We need my to friend. have that
1: smoldering sexual tension between uh, between Pike and whoever this lawyer is. Yeah, it's
0: gonna be like yeah, it's just gonna be like an absolute knockout, ten out of ten lawyer. Yeah, who, who happens to have like I don't know like some some weird ears or something. Yeah, <laughs> I'm okay with it. That's my fetish. Yes. Um. So. Next we go to Pike's quarters, uh, where Pike meets with Spock, who is less than enthused about being made acting captain for the next three days while Pike is on his personal leave. Mm. Pointing out that they are still short a chief engineer and a chief of security. Uh, being that La'on left at the very uh, end of the last season to uh, find the parents of the girl who they found with the go- at the Gorn attack yeah. and stuff.
1: I also assume, like, like, I, like, I kind of I don't really understand like uh mm-hmm. spock's hesitation to this because it's not like he was being taken given control of the enterprise mm-hmm. but it's but the enterprise was undergoing like maintenance right and it's not like they were act and most everyone was on leave so it's not like he was even they were even like mm-hmm. doing anything like all he had to do was be a caretaker for right for for, for this place for so, three days so that's
0: what pike tells spock but spock uh points out the mm-hmm. human expression uh famous last words yeah um, but Pike expresses his faith in him, and we're also coming off of, um, you know, in that Gorn episode, it was there was a lot that happened because mm-hmm. like uh, Pike or sorry Spock basically like let his human side take over so he could uh, show emotions and like mm-hmm. rage out and kill a bunch of Gorn and shit. Mm-hmm. And so since then he's been dealing with like having emotions and having like supercharged emotions.
1: I uh, feel that's like kind of like the 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 catalyst for the rest of this um episode because mm-hmm. he does act very unspock like in a lot of points yeah but it's like but you can kind of like understand like oh well mm-hmm. his emotions are running so high right now and he is um making decisions not based out of logic or mm-hmm. uh uh it's more of like oh i'm i'm feeling emotion and that's what's driving my my right. um, my decision making right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he gets a little human here. He yeah, gets human with it.
1: Yeah, he, he does. A, he, uh, he does some things that surprise me. I was like, I was, uh, I was taking it a little back at first. I was like, hmm, mm-hmm. okay. That's-
0: so after Pike leaves, Spock goes to sick bay where Doctor M'benga uh, scans show that he is dealing with stress. Mm-hmm. Cool, um, but uh, he. Mbenga knows that Vulcans suppress much of their stronger emotions through cognitive blocks, and he points out that Vulcans actually do have stronger emotions than humans, but uh, they're able to suppress them better. Um, So he offers a human therapy of sorts, and uh, Mbenga hands Spock a Vulcan lute, The same one that we Mm -hmm. see on star trek tos
1: yeah i was like i was wondering oh is this the origins of his loot playing
0: yeah i think i think it's supposed to be which is it's cool like i like Mm -hmm. when they flesh out a little thing like that i like when they flesh out the things that matter a little bit less yeah Uh, like if they were to give like a more thorough backstory like khan or something i'd be like "Eh." Mm -hmm. but i like what they're doing here
1: yeah it's like oh it was just like uh he was given like this uh loot by mbenga to uh, as act as therapy
0: yeah yeah which uh you know kind of explains why he's always so fucking chill when he's playing it yeah. just mellows him out yeah
1: his vibes plays with the space hippies mm-hmm.
0: so <laughs> get a drum circle going get a drum circle hey over. man who wants to do back roads <laughs> so as spock begins to play his heart rate drops and then immediately spikes when nurse chapel reports for duty which fair uh yeah yeah i mean i uh, i mean something would spike you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know what she's I'm saying. talking about my fucking boner, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, bing, 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 bing. um, so, but one thing I didn't like here is they did the the Star Trek Discovery thing where the moment Chapel entered the room, it started playing like big violin music and stuff yeah. like. Love is in the air Mm. Every time I look around (laughs) And I'm like dude shut
1: up Like I know It just needed needed like like Spock's eyes Suddenly like fluttering going bing
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like, his, his tongue, uh, his tongue rolls out onto the floor. His eyes pop out. Yeah, Hachi, machi, Yeah, that would have been funny though. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, like, and everything else about the scene was great. Yeah, yeah, like it would have been really good if they had just laid off on the music and let us read out the characters. Yeah. Like, um,
1: like, and also it, uh, they did like the whole first season, like establishing like this like um, this romantic uh, subplot with mm-hmm. them, and yep. it's just like, so yeah, we we knew, we, yeah, we don't we don't need it like driven home that hard,
0: right? It was it was a little much for me, but yeah. other than that, the scene was pretty good. Yeah. Um. So
1: yeah, if it had just like had his like blood his blood pressure spike suddenly, and then mm-hmm. he'd be like, I have to leave, like that would all it would needed, mm-hmm. <laughs> like just like and. Not the, like the like not not too much more on that.
0: Yeah. No. So Spark le- uh, leaves to go masturbate a couple times. Yeah, he's just like em- really empty the pawn to... far leg. He's <laughs> like, well, seven weeks is good enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he goes to do that, and
1: uh, you think we'll get a pawn far episode this this season?
0: No. Well, didn't wasn't no no. I don't. I don't think we can. Mm. It, with Spock, at least, yeah, because Spock went through pawn Far in season two of t o s, mm. which means, and he was only on a five in uh, with Pike or Pike for five years, okay, so I mean, if it's gonna happen, I think it would have to happen this season,
1: mm. so maybe we will
0: maybe we will. I'm not hundred percent sure, mm. but I think the timeline works up to where, yeah, his pawn Far would have to happen this season if at all,
1: plus yeah, plus they really built like there it seems like this being the first season like they have more like you know it's like really pushing home like this idea that he's like sexually attracted to chapel Mm -hmm. and well there's like that mutual attraction and so Mm -hmm. like i think it will come to a head with maybe a Ponfar episode that's my prediction
0: Right. Where where he's like, Oh, I need this medically done and Chapel's like, Yeah, but don't I need you a f- medically
1: induced hand job. <laughs> 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 like, please you have to help. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, no, no. Medically tickle my prostate, please. <laughs> yeah, I need a medical please. prostate exam. You know what? I bet that's what Pon Far is. It's just a prostate orgasm. Yeah which is like just something entirely different chapel
1: like, puts on like a glove it's just <laughs> she's snap like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like all right all right she gets a little sample cup and then
0: <laughs> just like covers her entire fist in vaseline she's like you think that's enough and then just pours like castor oil over it
1: she'd to look at at, at at spock's butt and he's like no nah, i'm gonna need
0: <laughs> I'm going to need more. Da, damn, this. damn, you got a balloon knot up in there, boy. Damn, do they even poop on Vulcan shit? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't pooping now. <laughs> um, so, uh, Chapel tells Mbenga that she's considering accepting an archaeological medical fellowship on Vulcan. Mbenga uh, worries that he'll have to replace her, but she assures him that it's just two months long and he wouldn't get rid of her that easily and he's like fuck
1: damn it get rid of this bitch
0: we still have two months to (laughs) masturbate um so next we go back to the bridge in Ortega's and Mitchell who I don't know if we've seen much of Mitchell yet.
1: Yeah, like they're uh she's becoming like it's like from this episode it seems like she's becoming more of like part of the main cast. Yeah, her
0: and the transporter chief yes. Kyle yeah. I think or something. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, Mitchell Yeah, uh, Mitchell's
1: featured a lot in this. I was Yeah, surprised. she was. And
0: she she was pretty good. Yeah. Um yeah, uh Mitchell I'm, I'm pretty she,
1: sure she was in the last season, but yeah, they're just not Yeah. Like,
0: what, what is she? Is she, so she's not, maybe she's navigation. Mm. I, I don't know exactly what she is. Cause she's wearing a red, uh, uniform, mm-hmm. I think. So she's command somewhere and she's on the bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure where she's at, but I guess we'll figure that out. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Ortegas and Mitchell are observing the inspectors at work. Ortegas, uh, as usual is looking, uh, uh, awesome. Yeah, just Ortega's looks is one of the coolest looking people out there. Mm. Uh, Mitchell, in particular, is lamenting how there are more inspectors than crew aboard the Enterprise at the moment. Uh, One inspector criticizes the highly irregular layout of the helm, pointing out that the pitch and yaw are reversed from the standard. Ortega's replies that the standard controls weren't quick enough and she didn't like getting shot. So she reversed them. Mm Uh, Another inspector approaches Ahura's communication station, and she fends him off. Uh, He wants to install a secure comms patch, but it requires a system reboot, which would disable their comms, even the emergency ones, and Ahura is not okay with that at all. The inspector nonchalantly points out that they were in space dock, wondering how many hails they would be getting from anywhere. As if to answer, Ahura's board suddenly goes off, and she tells the inspector off as she attends to the call. Her expression soon makes it clear. It ain't no routine call, baby. This ain't your daddy's hell. No, no. She gets a call and she's like, Hello, <laughs> baby. You know just what I like. <laughs> a shanty lilies. With no a big rid- fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> and a big old dick.
1: And titties too. She's like, Oh, wait, I love this song. <laughs>
0: no, 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 <laughs> She's just listening to the radio on her yeah. phone. It's like, Go away. I need to. <laughs> yeah this is yeah. a good one this right, is right, a, right. right, a bop I'm going to download this to my personal Spotify <laughs> if just they have that in the download music. it to like all the channels on the com log. Yeah, <laughs> it's just the waiting the, the holding music it's yeah. like uh, uh, Robert April holding uh, please please hold please starts, it starts oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, Chantilly lace. uh Favorite trans woman. Yeah, yeah. Big dick, fat ass, big titties too. Mm. Chantilly lace. That's what the big bopper was talking about. No, oh, that's her name, Chantilly lace. The big bopper is actually what he called her penis. Mm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, baby.
1: Little good. Awesome. Yeah, and called her little bunny fufu because you know little bunny fufu hopped through the forest and bopped
0: him on the head oh yeah bopped him on the head with that big old bopper yeah with the big bopper yeah, yeah. he also no <laughs> 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 he calls her cracker because <laughs> she cracks his skull with it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the not doom good. hammer <laughs> <laughs> so um spock continues to pick at the loot in his quarters uh, when her approaches him, internal communications are down, she says. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's picked up what appears to be a distress call from the Kajitar system located at the edge of Klingon space. And the signal is coming from none other than La'on and Noonie and Soong. Oh, my God. Uh, Spock goes to Admiral April um, and asks uh, that he be able to check it out. And April is like, no.
1: Yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? No, you can't just, you're, you're being inspected right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? Like, yeah, your, your shit's all fucked up, uh, and no. Um, so Laon's message included an anti-Federation threat on Kajitar IV. Uh, April points out that Kajitar was a planet rich in dilithium and was governed by a painstakingly negotiated treaty after the Klingon War. The Federation and the Klingon Empire alternated shifts on the world each month, and it was a Klingon's turn at the moment.
1: Mm i was kind of wondering how that must also work because like yeah they 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 share they share uh uh control over the planet every month mm-hmm. so i'm wondering if like um you know like do they sabotage each other's and like oh like, that's a good point like could they're like that would have been interesting yeah like the klingons before they leave at the end of the month they spend the last week just like sabotaging everything right yeah, <laughs> like, and
0: the humans come on and like the one guy just is really like, fill their why is there gawk in my pocket, pussy? <laughs> yeah. What
1: the fuck? Yeah, because I was wondering, do they also, like, do, do is like do they split the hemispheres? Like, one area specifically, like, for Klingon mining interests and mm-hmm. the other area? For, so he- like,
0: here's how it works. Um, One month, the Klingons get the ass and the humans get the mouth, mm. and then they switch.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's they're always, you know, Eiffel Tower in it mm. or Finger Cuff in it, mm. you know.
1: That's a good way to get some. Uh, you know, ass mouth is very, you know, it can be dangerous. You can spread some disease that way.
0: But it doesn't have to be the ass. It can be any hole. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Don't speak ill of ATM. My I friend. won't. I won't. That's my. That's my friend. <laughs> that's my friend you're talking about there.
1: <laughs> just get. You'll just get some. You'll get some stomach flu. That's yeah. That's all, that's all I'm saying. You might get some tummy flus.
0: Yeah. You know, it's it's <laughs> it's just food poisoning because. Uh, you know, dick covered in poop is food. <laughs> poop is food. <laughs> That's what you're eating for dinner, girl. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what am I even saying? Uh, so, uh, a Federation starship is arriving at this time uh, on Catch It R4. Or a Federation ship arriving on Kajitar 4 at this time would be seen as an act of war, and April is not about to risk it for a former member of Starfleet. Mm. Pretty good point. Yeah. Um, at the same time, like they're always like, oh, well, they're, uh, they're a citizen of, of the Federation. We must help them. Mm. She is still a f- citizen of the Federation. Yeah. And a former Starfleet member. So Spock meets with the senior officers and explains the situation. Aher is confident the message is genuine, but Mbenko worries it could be a trap. Mitchell adds that April's orders were clear. Spock asks for their help to get the inspectors off the ship, but does not wish them to be involved in anything they think is wrong, and says if you want to leave or even report this plan, you are welcome to do so. When Chample asks, what do you mean plan? Spock says, I think that's obvious. I intend to steal the Enterprise. (laughs) Which is... Okay, I'm fine. I, I guess I'm fine yeah. with that. The Enterprise does get stolen far too often.
1: Yeah, far too often.
0: Far too often. And
1: that, that's what they had like like is you know this is really a you know prequel series. Uh huh. And I was thinking, like, this is very later Spock. Like,
0: it, it, it's both later Spock, but also you figure after the Enterprise getting stolen once, mm-hmm. they might put some kind of override controls over it. Yeah, and I also don't see exactly how he stole the Enterprise, being that he was temporary. He was the third in command, temporarily lifted to first in command. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a lot going on here. I feel like maybe he shouldn't have had all the access codes, and whoever was. Uh, you know inspecting the ship should mm-hmm. have oh, because yeah. they're a more senior officer yeah. than spock i don't know there's a lot going on there especially since they're going to be in space dock for all those three days yeah, being inspected and,
1: and, and you know commander pelea mm-hmm. she outranks him
0: she outranks everybody on so, that ship yeah. except for the captain like, <laughs> so
1: like technically yeah it should like uh like i feel like her being on the ship mm-hmm. like automatically like she's like in she the, is in command yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> look at me
0: I'm the captain now. <laughs> so over in engineering, uh, Mitchell simulates a coolant leak in the intermix chamber to evacuate the crew and the inspectors, but one remains on board: the chief inspector, Commander Pelea, who I love. Yeah, I think uh, I think she's played by Carol Kane. She's played by Carol Kane. I feel like everyone basically is already in love with with Pelea. Oh yeah, like yeah. she's a character. She is a great character in that they were like, "Hey, we need to be goofier. Mm-hmm. We need this this program to be a little more campy," and so we need the goofiest bitch we can find <laughs> yeah. and guess what they found the oh, goofiest yeah. <laughs> bitch they could possibly find and she absolutely slays in this yeah. role
1: I, uh, carol kane's really good at playing characters that are just like a little bit strange a lot, and, bit strange, I'd a li- say, yeah. <laughs> and just like and just like can say like very bizarre things with very straight face, and she's just like that's she, she has like you know weird voice and yeah yeah a little yeah.
0: weird voice and a little weird like affect like yeah. she looks a little like a a, a bit batty old womanish mm-hmm. she has that kind of look to her of like some lady who would yell something weird at you yeah um, yeah but she is wonderful yeah I, love I was her. Yeah. I, I instantly liked her character uh she makes a lot of decisions she's Mm -hmm. an actress like i'd say like jesse james keitel Mm -hmm. uh who played angel on this program who Mm -hmm. uh when they had that option made a lot of decisions Mm -hmm. very declarative acting decisions that you can only take one way yeah and i appreciate that even if it's bad Mm -hmm. and neither of them i thought were bad yeah like um both of them are campy for sure and Mm -hmm. angels was super campy yeah yeah but like commander pelea is just like fun and goofy and silly Mm -hmm. and also like just a cool idea uh Mm -hmm. but we'll we'll get into the idea of her yeah yes um so she goes to the bridge to continue her work as the ship is being shut down and evacuated um Pike, or sorry, Spock asks why she hasn't evacuated the ship with all of the other inspectors, and she says she finds it suspicious that the intermix chamber uh, that she and her team have spent three days inspecting is suddenly having problems after testing perfectly for three whole days. As an engineering specialist, she says she's familiar with the signs of a warp core breach uh, teaching on the topic at Starfleet Academy, which Spock was not aware of. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, then she looks at Uh, the computer and allows her to spot Mitchell's simulation of the coolant leak. It is clear to her that they intend to steal the Enterprise and Spock's expression confirms it and she excoriates him for being a Vulcan not being able to lie, (laughs) which is kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, She also knows uh, they do not act without good reason and asks why uh, they would want to steal the ship.
1: That is making like a, a big assumption, though. Like that would be funny if like they're actually like doing this with ill intent. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "I know you're making a, make, doing this because you have a good reason to do so." And they're like, "Yes, you're absolutely right." And then they just like
0: uh, they sell it to the Klingons. <laughs>
1: <They> Nine <not> eleven. <laughs> <it into laughs> <her. laughs> like, or to the starbase? <laughs> like, you're right. Th- th- thank you.
0: So. Spock admits uh, he's acting on a hunch. Pelea is amused at the idea of a Vulcan playing a hunch, even more so given that it's the son of Amanda Grayson. Uh, But he's Amanda's gay son. Mm -hmm. So that's slightly different. Uh, Spock is surprised to hear that Pelea knows his mother, but before he can find out more, Pelea tells them if they wanted to steal a starship, they should at least do it correctly before asking ortegas if she could vent plasma from the nacelles ortegas replies she could but wonders if she should mm. and actually uh in this episode they gave ortegas a lot of lines yeah they did and most of them didn't suck yeah which was surprising yeah i mean there was a couple soy moments here and there
1: the the siding of the phrase i thought was like mm, yeah we'll get to that <laughs> yeah. we will get to that we Pat. will get to that
0: it, it happens in the episode um <laughs> Spock asks why Pelé would help them, but she says uh, they could either keep talking or simply go. And so Spock orders Ortegas to vent the nacelles, and the ship blows up. The end. Everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. She fooled him.
1: Yeah, she's just like, actually, I want the Enterprise to blow up as well. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Vent vent the plasma from the warp nacelles. I thought you were
0: stealing it so we could all commit (laughs) (laughs)
1: suicide.
0: I I'm surprised I got that one yeah. <laughs> I'm like I can't say that I'm like you can't say that shit <laughs> all right uh, this can go on YouTube excellent good Woo-hoo! day so <laughs> alarms on Starbase 1 indicate that the enterprise is trouble and Starbase one control releases them from the docking clamps ordering the ship to clear away from the station Pelea officer services is chief engineer for the mission remarking that it, it uh, if it or that it had been a hundred years since she had engines of her own. Which I don't know, maybe maybe not the greatest idea to give her a ship when the last time she uh, was on a ship it could only go warp five, yeah. you know? Because <laughs> um, like a hundred years ago was Enterprise era at this point. Yeah,
1: i if. <laughs> If so, then what she knows about this—I mean, I'm sure she's like you know very uh, very learned on the subject because mm-hmm. she teaches the sub uh, teaches it.
0: But does she even know about warp fields? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's and like, shit like that. Like, yeah, all,
1: all of her and all of her uh, what she knows about it is completely theoretical. In, right, in her exactly. Because like but but,
0: I'm sure she's been
1: on a shit before. Like since then.
0: Right, right, and it, it's it's weird though because like I mean, there's things that she wouldn't practically know about, such as um the warp core shielding basically because mm-hmm. like before it was electro- electromagnetic shielding mm-hmm. uh, like on enterprise and stuff and so like I don't know things are changed drastically from from the change to energy based shielding mm-hmm. but that's just that's just my opinion yeah oh well um so Ortegas is incredulous that uh, um, Ortegas is incredulous at uh, Pelea's uh, suggestion, but Pelea simply says it would be a very long story. Uh, her is able to peg Pelea's accent, identifying her as a lantholite. Guilty oh, or, or I thought it was Uh was l- lanth- Lanthanite. Lanthanite.
1: Lanthanite. Guil- oh here it is. Lanthanite. I was way off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh guilty as charged Pelea replies cheerfully as she steps into the turbo lift.
1: Yeah. That's why like yeah, she's like yeah it's implying that yeah she lives like has lived like you know more than 100 years and stuff Mm -hmm. and i do like how like and that makes her reaction to like when they're faking the um warp you know warp uh um the warp core breach even more like even even better i feel because Mm -hmm. like you know she reacts as if like as she you know has had like 100 plus years of experience and yeah this is nothing new and yeah she and she's 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 well for you know it's it's a, it's experience he knows very well mm-hmm. right? that's why i like
0: so we have to talk about this mm. starbase one tries to hail them but spock replies uh they would have to wait ordering ortegas to set course for the cash star system ortegas says that usually she says what's what's your your thing and mm. spock is like my thing and she says, usually there's a phrase. Come on, your
1: thing, whip it out.
0: Yeah. I, I <laughs> Come on, see whip, that. Out, whip out your thing. I want to see that Vulcan worm. <laughs> I want
1: to see that worm. Let me see
0: that thing. Let me see that sand worm, boy. I want to put a little salt on that slug. Yeah, you got a shy halud in there. <laughs> I know it's shy, but I want that halud. you know what I'm saying? So. She should
1: be shy on my halud until I <laughs> until, until I, I spice. spice. <laughs> <laughs> until I melange. <laughs> um
0: uh, so, usually there, uh, she says that usually there's a phrase used before, uh, a captain goes to warp, like, Pikes hit it. Spock thinks for a moment before, simply saying, I would like the ship to go. Now. The crew is amused as Ortega acknowledges the order, taking the Enterprise to warp. hmm I this was the soy moment
1: that was it was very it was very painful like and, I felt also went on too long
0: and also especially after the very last episode of Star Trek Picard mm-hmm. ended on almost this exact same conversation mm-hmm. with seven mm-hmm. I find this cringe <laughs> it's like and, and one, one of the things I find most cringe about modern Star Trek is it's obvious none of the writers talk to or know each other because there's overlap all the time in both like storylines, like character beats and shit like this. It's like, yeah. and, and, and we it, just did this with Seven. And it
1: treats like th- moments like this as very just like, you know, uh, meta and very winky right, at, to the audience where it's mm-hmm. just like, you know, of course, you know, every captain has a thing they say. And it's mm-hmm. just like, and it's basically like, you know, like and just a little nod to the audience, like yeah, mm-hmm. we know what we're doing right now, and it's like this is like a moment, like, like to 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 like, and in their universe, they mm-hmm. wouldn't know every captain has a thing.
0: Right, and and <laughs> that, that's the thing is like, and but they already like addressed this in Picard, and yeah. it was it wasn't great then. No, and here it's like even more like uh, we get it. Mm-hmm. You just said that the last fucking episode of Star Trek I watched this conversation was had yes and uh, we don't we don't need yeah that big meta commentary we don't need the breaking of the fourth wall we don't need the hey star trek fans here's star trek hey, it's,
1: it's spock's thing and mm-hmm. no guess what it's very lame and stupid because right, right. spock doesn't you know it's it's like Spock doesn't care about this bullshit. And so
0: therein lies one of my main problems with even the good new Star Trek shows like Strange New Worlds, Mm. is oftentimes it feels like they are trying to perform Star Trek rather than be Star Trek. Yeah. They don't they don't want something entirely whole and original. They want to they want the audience to go oh a star trek thing
1: a star trek reference yeah
0: cool all right which is fine you can do references and references make sense because you know everything is a very involved built-up universe Mm -hmm. with a lot of history and stuff but like like stuff like this like we get it every captain has had one of these things you don't need to vocalize it yeah uh, like because it, it should be known especially to like someone as smart as Spock that basically every fucking captain he's ever worked for has had one of these things and
1: it would I think it would also been like a like a more effective scene is mm-hmm. if like it like you know it like Fo- it like zoomed in on Spock, you know, mm-hmm. giving you know about to give you know the the command to go, mm-hmm. and he just says that lame thing, and they're just like you know kind of just <laughs> just go, yeah, not like a not like a meta discussion about like. That every captain right needs right to do this. Like, yeah this like, is like but having it like you know like a dramatic dr- dramatic pull on him mm-hmm. and then like and then he gives is like right i would like the ship to go now
0: yeah it like, and ortegas, all, all ortegas should have said like the
1: or, or he goes on him he goes go
0: yeah <laughs> like, like all ortega should have said was should have been like are we ready or heading out or something like that yeah. like that and then yeah it should have done a long pull a long zoom in on him, and then <laughs> yeah, like a little and too then, long. Yeah, yeah, have him go like, um,
1: yeah, <laughs> or, you know, yeah, go,
0: yeah. Even I think it would have been great if he just couldn't have come up with anything. Yeah, if he yeah. was just like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> take her out. Yep, or, yeah, or or he just literally took pikes, and everyone's like, no, you can't do hit it. <laughs> like that, that would have made sense too. I think is yeah. like, all right, we are ready to go, and Spock goes hit it and then orgus goes like that that's pikes
1: or or are we ready to go he goes
0: yes (laughs) (laughs) that would have been good yeah yeah and then just everyone like stares at him and (laughs) and he's like now and then yeah (laughs) yeah and then his whole thing could be yes now (laughs) now. (laughs) that would have been funnier i think so but, yeah, that was um, uh, uh, um, not even a missed opportunity, just wasted time. I yeah, yeah. Padding,
1: out the, padding out the episode, which yeah, is, pa- I feel is a very long episode, it felt like.
0: Uh, it was only, like, 50 minutes, I think. It was yeah, 52.
1: Long. Like, it felt like, felt really long. I was just yeah. like, wow, how long is this going for?
0: Yeah, so in the main settlement of Kajitar 4, La'on is engaged in a drinking game with a Klingon named Kordo.
1: Yeah, and we get the introduction to we're going back to, like, the
0: uh the, the regular klingons yeah from, the regular from Kling. burman yeah
1: the burman the yeah. burman era Klingons. i mean yeah.
0: they're, they're a little bit more stylized um the, you know what they well, kind of like, like, like technically like star trek three yeah it was or, uh, um so they're i don't know they're i think they're a combination of like tos i mean not tos but tos movie klingons mm-hmm. um the like, especially, like, latter-day, like, DS9 Klingons, mm-hmm. and also the AOS Klingons. Yeah. They are definitely stylized a bit like the AOS Klingons, mm-hmm. I think. And I, I like that. The AOS Klingons are pretty cool mm-hmm. from, uh, what were they on? Into Darkness, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, I, I do like that we're, it, I feel it's, like, a classic design mm-hmm. for them. And, um, yeah, I just like it.
0: Yeah. And, like, you know, no shade to the Discovery Klingon design. That was fine. Yeah. And I like, I pretty much likes what they did with the klingons in that show until the whole ash tyler klingon thing and yeah then it got, like yeah. convoluted and very dumb but um, i think
1: i think it's be- yeah they just took it dramatically different mm-hmm. a different route or it's just yeah. like yeah but, but no, I, I do like the i do like the whole thing yeah
0: mm-hmm. um so uh though revolted by the blood wine she is chugging Laon manages not to show it Curdo, however, appears to have trouble holding his liquor, and La'an wins the drinking game. (laughs) Another Klingon takes Kurdo's seat, and La'an tosses a few credit chips to her, telling her what she really wanted. The Klingon agrees to arrange a meeting with Greynax, but warns he may not want to meet with a human. La'an asks for the meeting to be arranged that night. As the Klingon leaves, La'an looks up and sees Mbenga, who, like, touches his eye and does a thing yeah i don't know what that was
1: i feel like he didn't need to give her a secret message like no just- <laughs> she she would have probably been like
0: huh that's a guy i know who shouldn't be here yeah but instead <laughs> he's like what's he, surprise i giving
1: like a very obvious secret message to you and it's like yeah he could have just been like i'm here Mm-hmm. let's go over i am talk. here i'm now, now. yeah <laughs> like let's go have a talk like it's is like oh it's that guy i know who, mm-hmm. I, who i who who's on a ship that i uh sent a secret message to yeah. oh well <laughs> i don't need to go talk to him right now
0: more drinking yeah well, she drinking. was already drunk though although yeah, she, she didn't was... act drunk at all which sucked
1: yeah which is like I feel like uh, after
0: a drinking game with a Klingon, and she's like b- sober. Yeah, drinking blood wine.
1: Yeah, come yeah, on. that's that's true. She was very very sober after mm-hmm. going meeting with him after she had just won a drinking game that made another guy pass out.
0: Right. <laughs> cool.
1: Even like in like because it's kind of it, the scene was kind of like you know in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark mm-hmm. when um uh, what's her name I don't know uh, I can but like uh when she wins at her drinking contest mm-hmm. and it's funny because you know she wins and um. But she's still a little bit wasted. A little bit schwasted,
0: A little bit sh-wasty. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, meeting with a crew of the Enterprise outside the settlement, La'on is surprised that they stole the Enterprise, thinking she would have lost a number of bets on that. Yeah. Um, Chappell agrees that Vulcans can surprise them sometimes. Spock points out that her message uh, had been sent as urgent. Laon had left her ship after the Gorn incident on Valeo Beta 5 to find the parents of Oriana, the girl they had found in the wreckage of the USS Penagreen, and had tracked them to Kajitar. Mm-hmm. And that was, I think, that happened on the last episode of the last season. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, you know, it's fine. I'm surprised they're actually resolving it this quickly. Mm -hmm. So, before the Klingon War, both the Federation and the Empire had used the planet's dilithium much as they do now. But during the war, both sides' need for dilithium to replace their losses made Kajitar's dilithium a highly lucrative commodity. Mm -hmm. Then, when the peace came and the broken circle, a syndicate made up of former soldiers from both sides, thought this was bad for business they intended to restart the war and were collecting federation technology a few days earlier an explosion at the dilithium mine caused half the town to become ill from an ion exposure including Oriana's parents mbenga knows ion radiation does not occur naturally from dilithium but is a byproduct of a photon torpedo mm-hmm. so we got some weapons going on here some weapons deals
1: and he, I do like how, like, Spock's surprised that Mbinga knows this. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, I feel he would as a doctor.
0: Right, but also <laughs> didn't it say he served in the Klingon War? Is yeah,
1: that- yeah, they say, like, oh, I know about weapon systems because I studied them with the because, of the you know, in the Klingon mm-hmm. War and like, mm-hmm. I, I I have a special interest in, in weapons and stuff. And, and then someone like, says he
0: just likes to read or something. Yeah, like, huh? I,
1: but I would be like, I, I just felt like, I just felt that would be a normal thing for him to know. He right, be, right. He,
0: if you're a doctor constantly treating like battle wounds, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to know about the weapons, yeah, and the damage and no and no and,
1: and know, Like, yeah, especially also like, yeah, no, like, like just like the 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 nature, the science of the universe, and right. like the diseases they cause. Right. Especially, you would know about ion radiation where it originates from. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> like ion
0: radiation is always fucking with everything in yeah. Star
1: Trek. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you would know, you would know their origins.
0: Yeah. So, um. Uh, who is this? Uh, so, Mbenga is appalled at the idea of someone wanting to resume the theater of horror for profit, as he puts it. Yeah. He's uh, Very
1: like yeah, very like hey, this is America type thing.
0: This is America. <laughs> yeah. Don't catch you slipping up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like oh, profit for war.
0: Mm-hmm um so oriana and her parents are in a medical tent although what they do with it is not like um you know it's not making a commentary on weapons dealers or anything like that which sucks because they could have gone somewhere with that oh yeah instead it's just another evil rogue actor Because all state systems are fine. It's only evil rogue actors Mm -hmm. that fuck things up and only... An an extremist group that has no affiliation Mm -hmm. with
1: with anyone. And it's
0: only rugged individuals who can stop them. Yeah. 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 Only only rugged individuals who break all the rules of their enlightened organization. Mm. Yeah.
1: To do some extra judicial... (laughs) Yeah, murder. Um,
0: (laughs) So... Um, uh, Oriana and her parents are in a medical tent. Spock has Mbega and Chapel go see them while he and Ahura accompany La'on to meet her prospective buyers for the Federation tech, uh, Reed Weapons. Mm. Um, so Mbega and Chapel take the, uh, take in the grim conditions of the medical tent when they are greeted by Oriana. As they treat her parents, a Klingon and two humans enter the tent and spot them. The Klingon notes their technology and asks if they are medical. Mbenga replies that they were from off world seeking to trade at market. The Klingon tells them to accompany her and her associates as they were in need of their services. As to if to emphasize uh, what choice they have, the humans raise their weapons. (laughs) Um, So three Klingons approach the rendezvous with Laon now when she's uh, got like a briefcase here. Mm -hmm. Uh, speaking a dialect of Klingonese that Ahura identifies as Kach-Ugh, La'an asks Greenax, the largest of them, if he was followed. He replies that they were followed, but they cut the throats of those following them so they wouldn't be followed anymore. <laughs> which is like, all right. Okay, guy, you're not good at this. Um, La'on <laughs> thinks it's unwise to leave a body trail, but Greynax points out that it was the Klingon's turn on that miserable world, and bodies piled up all the time. Let the bodies the flow.
2: Let the bodies hit into... the <gasps>
0: um, So he asks if uh, she had what was promised, and she opens a case with several Starfleet phasers. Um she says she thought the Klingons hated Federation weapons, asking why he wanted them, but he replies it's not of her concern and points out she had promised two dozen, uh, and this is barely half that. La'an tells him that it's all she has and offers, um, and so he offers to pay a third of the agreed on price, but Laon demands double. He's incensed at the suggestion uh, that she would demand double for uh, half the weapons and asks why he shouldn't just take it from a tiny woman like her. In response, Laon does a karate stance and pulls the device from her it was belt. was a
1: very dramatic stance.
0: It was a very crouching tiger hidden dragon.
1: Yeah, stance. <laughs> that's what at first, at first like when she did it I thought Is she about to break out some kung fu or something? Yeah,
0: so that stance right there is a great way to get kicked in the pussy. (laughs) Like, she... It's like, it's too wide of a stance, and it's too open. Like, it's a bad defensive stance. Like, he could literally just shoot her in the center of mass (laughs) right then. Like, what she's doing is dumb.
1: Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, wait, is she gonna be like, no, I know kung fu, don't don't. I know kung fu. I know kung fu. But no, she's not doing that.
0: No. Instead, she <laughs> brings out the shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> that, <that'd be> sick. <laughs> um so uh Lawn pulls a device from her belt and warns them to back off or she would release the antimatter detonation switch and kill them on the spot and says uh uh threatens to like take off half of his legs or something like that yeah uh, the
1: bottom half of your of your of your body or something yeah
0: he's like do i still get to keep my klingon dicks <laughs> she's like just one of them and he's like no, <laughs> no.
2: Uh,
0: so green axe now uh asks if she doesn't have a little bit of klingon in her and she's like no and he's like do you want do you want one
1: look you got I got, I got, I can fill you up twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby.
0: Even if you blow off half of them, I can still fill you up. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, "All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do and it." And then,
1: yeah, it just starts a really graphic sex scene.
0: Yep. And he uh, he, raw dogs her. It's
1: amazing that they were able to find an actor that had actually had two penises.
0: It it was pretty remarkable. Yeah. But you know, Bravo to them. Yeah. 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 It's very rare. Uh, speaking of Bravo, they actually found him on Bravo. He was on Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Mm. Yeah.
1: Well that's on Netflix now.
0: Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the gay one, Patrick. (laughs) So um meeting with Spock and Uhura now. Um uh Laon admits that the detonation switch was a ruse and no such thing exists. Uh Uhura thinks this is funny. Uh, and Uhura was able to parse out some of what the Klingons were saying and says whatever they had planned out was scheduled for the very next day. I mean, they have universal translators at this time, don't they? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so she asks if they should call Starfleet, but Spock thinks that they need some solid proof first, not relishing another call with, uh, Robert April without it. Mm-hmm. He suggests returning to the ship to see what Mbenga and Chapel have found, and calls up to Transporter Chief Jay. Uh, which have we seen Transporter? It was Transporter Chief Kyle last season. Yeah, right? yeah. And so we yeah, don't, we don't have Kyle this.
1: Right no, no. I,
0: is so is this is this a, like a, a trans mask, or is this just like a boyish girl, or is this just like a really femme twink? Uh, I couldn't a hundred percent tell. Yeah, and I like it, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, like. <laughs> I'm I'm saying,
2: that.
0: like, uh, the less I can tell what gender you were born as, the more I want to fuck. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but like all the wires are crossed, and I'm just like, hey, that's a pretty, Booker. B- 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 um, them.
1: Yeah, I wonder if they're going to be like the transporter chief for this
0: season. Oh, I want them to be the trans, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Trans, <laughs> trans mask chief, baby. Oh, got him. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, so, uh, they call to, No, oh, I lost my place. Fuck. Um, uh, with
1: transporter chief J.
0: Yeah. Transporter chief J. Uh, they report, uh, a lock onto the three of them, but they have lost Mbenga and Chapel's signal, uh, about an hour earlier. Mbenga and Chapel are brought into a massive cave, which Chapel thinks is the biggest she's ever seen. And Mbenga's like... Man, you must be talking about them white boys. <laughs> um,
1: then he bends over and just <laughs> so this, check out this cave. Oh yeah, <laughs> just, <laughs> just
0: reveals the cave of wonders from Aladdin. It's yeah. just a, a giant tiger's mouth is a butthole. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I have really taken to 21st century man named Goatsy, <laughs> and I have strived to live my life like him, <laughs> which is why I never took off my wedding ring. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they they should they should have a uh, a. <laughs> A um, a starship on Star Trek called the USS Goat, <laughs> and then after it gets destroyed Se. twice, they'll have the uh, USS Goat c Yeah, this. Is
1: the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: the 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 USS Goat Se. Uh, there you go. No.
0: Um, So, Mbenga and Chapel are brought into a massive cave. Chapel says, That's the biggest I've ever seen. Mbenga whips out his massive butthole, and she's <laughs> like, I stand corrected. <laughs> and he's like, You'll kneel corrected. And she gets on her knees and eats his butthole. Yeah. Uh, when Chapel wonders how they got inside, Mbenga thinks that they must have built it, his butthole, that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Klingon who captured them shoves them roughly aside. Mm-hmm. Like shoving aside them panties so you can <laughs> stick your dick in, you know what I'm saying? No, we're, no, we're um, So a Klingon D-7 class battle cruiser suddenly arrives in the system, and Spock orders the Enterprise to red alert. Uhura reports no indication that the cruiser has spotted them, and all signs pointing to a standard arrival in orbit. Ortecas is confident, having had to hide from Klingons a time or two, that the ship running in low power mode in a field of interstellar ice and rocks with high iron levels would make them appear to be space debris. The on hails from the surface on a secure channel having found no sign of Mbenga or chapel and having no further leads from her contacts in the quote, broken circle, uh, which is those uh, ex-soldiers or whatever.
1: Yeah, also names for people who have failed to be like Goatsy. True. That, true. They, they broke, that, that's they, what they call the. They broke the their circle. Permanently
0: prolapsed bubble. <laughs> yeah, they ripped uh, it. Yeah.
1: No. <laughs> the circle's been broken. Yes. Yeah. Uh, cast out.
0: Um, that reminds me. I made a progressive, like a uh, black metal and death metal song, um, called the uh, the shattered spire, mm. entirely about erectile dysfunction. Oh hells yeah! Yeah. <laughs> not enough metal about not being able to get a boner.
1: No. Yeah, yeah. that yeah they they fight a goblin, and the and the and the Blue Chew caves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go down to the Blue Chew caves and fight the Goblin X. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a Blind Guardian album for yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> a Blue Guardian. Blue Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, where are we? Um uh lawn hails from the surface on a secure channel saying she hasn't found him banger chapel uh just then the ship rises up and heads into orbit mitchell identifies it as a crossfield class ship uh, which would be no match for a klingon battle cruiser she also picks up the modified transporter signal putting out a message in morse code saying enterprise destroy this ship mm-hmm. Which is interesting that they're still using Morse code. Yeah. Although I actually put that in my Star Trek script, mm-hmm. so apparently use, I'm thinking use, like the Greats.
1: And they said they used Morse too, so I'm guessing it's like another more probably different uh, form of Morse code. That's probably yeah. It's like,
0: it's Morse, but even more so. Uh, Got it. More. Yeah. It's more so. It's more so Morse. More so. Um. Yeah. Um. So, <clears throat> aboard the ship, you know. The actor David Morse should only be able to speak in Morse code. Yeah, that'd be funnier.
1: Goes tap, 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 tap. Or yeah, tap, just tap, he's, tap, up, he's acting tap, and tap, just goes tap. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <Or laughs> <laughs> I just asked for help. Oh. The police are coming for you. Oh, God. <laughs> Again. Shoot on sight. <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> it's, it's like but a bad bear. We can't take, his keep his him
1: blood, down. The <laughs> bullets can't penetrate his tough hide.
0: <laughs> just <laughs> poison his food. That's the only <laughs> way to get him. <laughs> Put bleach on his pizza. <laughs> the vegan pizza.
1: <laughs> Make yourself look bigger and he'll just cower. Like, ah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um... So, aboard the ship, Chapel asks if the Enterprise picked up their transponder signal, and wonders how long before the extremists reach the airlock. M'benga estimates five minutes with a laser torch, and even less with a grenade. Uh, Chapel doesn't think they would be so stupid to use a grenade while the ship is in space, but then thinks perhaps they might because she thinks Klingons are stupid because she's racist.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's just like you know what. They're trying to do a false flag operation right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, yeah, like, they built, like, a giant replica of a, of a Starfleet vessel. Right. And to 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 do – to perform a false flag attack. Mm-hmm. And – which is also just funny, just, like, how it's just, like, yeah, like, false flag attack for ro- uh, for war profiteering. Mm-hmm. Where has that been before? <laughs> it's just been so many times. Even I think today is, like, the anniversary of, like, a couple of years ago, like, mm-hmm. when – um when like there was a false flag attack just like yeah just recently where they tried to st- uh blame iran for blowing up some oil tankers and or like
0: <laughs> the 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 blame buck being passed around for the uh the russian pipeline
1: yeah the, yeah the nord stream and yeah
0: when it was obviously the fucking cia yeah.
1: <laughs> and then like even you know and then also like where uh you know operation northwoods where like um america was actually going to commit terrorist attacks on civilian americans and blame them on cuba and stuff
0: like that well, here, here's the deal uh <laughs> we america has never been to the hague to the international criminal court and we will never yeah. go because we will never even though we we helped found it we will never be a part of the league of nations no because we don't want to uh, answer for our crimes <laughs> yeah because we do by far the most war crimes. Yeah. like. Literally, like, look at uh, Afghanistan and Iraq and basically everything involved in both of those situations was a war crime. Yeah, because we went there because it it was all founded on just like hooey fooey Mm -hmm. and fucking bullshit. Like every life we took there was an innocent life and a war crime. And Mm -hmm. so I don't know, like uh, fucking everyone involved in that should be imprisoned because they were complicit in killing multiple innocent people.
1: On but they're in charge and above above any, any sort of, like, reproach or, like, any sort of, uh, like, uh, being held responsible for anything. So it's yeah. like, yeah, it's like the people who commit these things are the ones who make the laws.
0: <laughs> yeah, so interesting statistic. The amount of civilians killed in Iraq and um, Afghanistan is roughly equal to the amount of people uh, we stationed over there during the time. Yeah. Yep. I think uh, between 500 and 800,000 people. That's over 20 years. Yeah that's correct <laughs> yeah so you know like forty, fifty thousand people a year we were just fucking innocent people people yeah. who were not non-combatants mm-hmm. just do going about their daily lives yeah. and we just fucking put a bunker buster in their fucking in the middle of their living room yeah man the united states government fucking sucks Yeah,
1: i was yeah. and i guess maybe this shows us, like yeah um, uh, uh utopian society where like you know nation states states aren't like perpetuating these doing these crimes just like bad actors but still mm-hmm. like i mean all those that we just talked about yeah carried out with with the full consent of the united states government and <laughs> stuff so like that right and but yeah like this like yeah it's the they're doing it for like profit t- slowly profit mm-hmm. and um yeah i mean yeah this 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 is a tactic that. At, that has been tried and has worked in the past. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a good plan on the Klingon side on the, and I guess also like, well, the broken circle side. Cause it's also like some federa- ex-federation. Right. 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 Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So chapel and Umbenga search the lockers, hoping to find an environmental suit, but only find a helmet and a jetpack. Umbenga intends to use the beacon in the helmet to send a signal. And the uh, attitude thrusters on the pack to get them to clear the ship.
1: I do like the, when they open the closets, and it just looks like like an unfinished closet that you find in any sort of like. <laughs> it looks like it looks. It just it just has like a couple like some random crap in it and uh-huh. then just like
0: oh and then they got, and there's something useful. and then spock's in there and they're like spock you're in the closet and he's like you're goddamn right i am close please
1: he's hanging himself like um like uh what's robin william <laughs> no, not robin Ch- william. chester
0: bennington no um, uh david or Dave carrading david carrading
1: yeah he's like he's he's like oh, close the door close the
0: door
1: i'm almost finished all right open the closet door tie me down <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's got the pawn far rope out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Chapel. <laughs> Not <laughs> Not
0: I was thinking about you. You did, did Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined it. Um. So uh, Chapel wonders what the point would be as they would both be dead, but Mbenga thinks they would have about one minute before freezing to death and would pass out after about 15 seconds back on the enterprise or take us and it
1: reminded me of like when uh you know in um avenue Mm five when all the people are going into the um airlock because they thought like that um that uh did you watch it yeah 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 and like they thought avenue five was um Mm -hmm. was was fake and so like oh we just got to go into the airlock and then we'll be safe and then like the (laughs) airlock opens they instantly freeze and blood starts pouring from their eyes (laughs) i just i just thought it'd been funny if that happened to them but
0: that would have been fun.
1: Yeah, they just like f- just completely get frozen solid instantly and die, and
0: just like crash against the Enterprise and explode into a million pieces <laughs> yeah, yeah, of ice. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, we'll be fine. Because like even like we also we just had this with like uh, what's her face Amanda Plummer and mm-hmm. Picard, yeah. when she was let out there, she instantly froze and yeah. died and just like shattered in a million pieces. Next
0: scene, we have Spock putting cubes of uh, <laughs> of Embenga Chapel into his drink. <laughs> He's playing his loot a little bit.
1: Yeah, he doesn't even realize it. He's just like, "Oh, get some ice from out from out <laughs> in the vacuum of space." I like to put that into my beverages. It's and like, then like they
0: cool. Why does this taste like Benga? <laughs> <laughs>
1: and, like, and they slowly cool down, just become slabs of flesh. And he's like, "Ah!"
2: Mm. <laughs> mm. ah! ah!
0: <laughs> um. So Spock is uh, holding fire as long as pause, oh, sorry. Ortecus Nimbley flies the Enterprise through the asteroid field Is as the rogue Crossfield fires at them. And the Crossfield is like a, uh, a um, it's a Federation type ship. So it, it
1: looks like a lot like, you know, the original Enterprise. Yeah, yeah, it does. And yeah. so
0: the idea I guess is, yeah, the Klingons or the broken circle are gonna do a false flag and drag everyone back into an endless Klingon versus Federation war. Yep. From which they would profit because they're all like mercenaries. Yes. So, yeah, you know, we've we've seen this plot uh, several times yeah. before in the real world. Oh, I love this show. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love this show. The American government. Yeah. Oh, I've watched the CIA before. This yeah. one's interesting. Ooh. Yeah, I, I do
1: like. I do like that Spock does have hesitation. I mean, mm-hmm. it's. I mean, he. It's. It's kind of like, it, it borders on almost like, completely blowing this whole thing because Mm -hmm. he's uh because he is feeling emotions and he doesn't he wants any hope that um chapel can come out of this alive Mm -hmm. like that she's still alive and here's something but it's like he 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 borders dangerously close to just like them actually being successful
0: very close yes (laughs) So Spock is holding the fire for as long as possible, believing that Mbenga and Chapel were captured by the extremists and sent the signal, and may possibly still be on the ship. Uh, they are soon spotted by the D Seven, which moves to intercept, which is a Klingon battle cruiser. Um, Chapel remarks, "It is a terrible way to die," and Mbenga tries to say it could be worse, but then reconsiders. Um, Spock finally gives the order to fire torpedoes. As he does. Mbenga triggers the airlock, and he and Chapel are vented into the blackness of space. Mm-hmm. Spock looks very anguished and is about to cry as the ship is destroyed, but then Enhura picks up a uh, beacon from an EV suit helmet. Spock has it beamed aboard with whatever is attached to it immediately and rushes to the transporter room where he finds Chapel's head alone in a helmet. The end. Yep. Yep. Shouldn't have worn that helmet. <laughs> uh, now, uh, so. Uh, Spock has them beamed aboard and immediately rushes to the transporter room. Mbenga is surprisingly conscious, uh, with a very frosty beard.
1: Yeah, it's, it looks like he was just like, like he was like trapped inside of a walk-in freezer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like he was he, just,
0: was he was just working in the walk-in for for a couple hours. Yeah, it's like he's
1: just like oh, just going, doing inventory. I'm just in the gonna walk-in. go into the walk-in real quick and then like the door shut behind him. He's like no, and then <laughs> they go he up. He's like. <laughs> 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 um,
0: so Spock administers CPR to Chapel, uh, begging with Chapel not to die, and he says, "You will not die." <laughs> and it's uh, gay. Uh, she awakens, gasping for breath, wiping a tear from Spock's face as she asks, "Why he has to be so rough?" And he's like, "Oh, I want you to be rough. I'm you the bottom here. You haven't seen me. I'm rough the yet. bottom, baby. <laughs> I want yeah. you to be rough with me. I want you to do the Mbenga thing and make my butthole like a cave of wonders." <laughs> um so as medics come in to take mbenga and chapel to sickbay uhura calls from the bridge saying that the klingons are now hailing them so captain de chalk demands an explanation as to why a federation starship was hiding within their system spock tells him about the rogue ship a claim de chalk considers absurd he accuses them of destroying the rogue ship to cover their own failure in the face of the klingon's superior might Spock points out that the Klingon censors didn't detect them until they fired on the false Federation ship and points out that he could have easily fired on them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Dichok demands to know why he must trust Spock, who replies that he was a Vulcan and he could not lie. Which, come on.
1: I'm I, like like the, like the fabled American president, George Washington.
0: I cannot lie, but I can have slaves and maybe rape them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> so, uh... De Choc, um dismisses the legend and thinks he would know a man's truth when he looked into his eyes face to face. Spock accepts this challenge, offering to settle the manor over a barrel of blood wine. D'Chalk is surprised that he drinks blood wine and thinks he was no typical Vulcan. No, it would seem that I am not, Spock <laughs> agrees, which was a very Spock thing to say yeah. like that and uh yeah yeah I, I generally like spock's characterization in here mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty good ethan, ethan picks good yeah you know
1: yeah he like Spock. you know spock knows he needs to do this for like for di- diplomatic reasons like he's not above like even like you know doing di- diplomatic stuff and, yeah absolutely not yeah
0: so the two crews meet on the planet below jovial in spite of the close call spock approaches pelea at a bar nearby She admits her Klingonese is rusty, but asks if they had said, let your blood scream, (laughs) which is a sick fucking Klingon toast. Yeah, that's sick. Um, uh, and uh, Spock is just beginning to learn the meaning of let your blood scream. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's like, my blood is screaming inside my my head right now. And especially my dick. Yeah, it's like, is it supposed to get you hard? I'm thinking about that Kirk. But I put so, I put some blue chewing there,
0: <laughs> and the wine. And, and some four hymns. We'll see if how they
1: work together. I'm trying to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to see who gets a boner
0: first. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to empty that pond far leg early this year. <laughs> um so she thanks him for getting her out of the academy spock curious uh asks if she is really a lanthanite and after joking about personal questions she confirms that she in fact is spock admits he has always found her people fascinating living among humans on earth undetected until the 22nd century I love this idea. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, a, she's
1: very Guinan-like. I feel. She,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. She's old. She's obviously wise, but she's she's kooky. Yeah, she's, she's kooky. She's kooky unlike Guinan, and I like that. she's yeah. she's silly. She plays with the character. The character is fun and like interesting because she seems like she's having fun with the character
1: yeah she's playing the opposite end of of what immortality is like for you know for people it's just like mm-hmm. you know where where yeah Guinan it was just very wise and patient and right and there and was a there's a
0: certain sadness to Guinan yeah and and there's a certain uh we'll I'll, I'll, we'll talk about it yeah, right, yeah. right about now so yeah. um uh pelly explains that amanda was the first person she came out to spock's mother mm-hmm. uh but says that was a tale for another time uh, as a lesbian by the way oh, not yeah. a uh not a lanthanite yeah <laughs> no. um so uh now she says she teaches engineering at the academy uh pelea corrects this to tot and finally answers his question as why she went with them um and she's like you know what the hardest part about living almost forever is and spock's like yes losing the ones you love <laughs> and she's like no 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 you silly unvulcan vulcan uh that is uh, a like a burden shared by everybody who lives yeah the worst thing about living almost forever is the boredom yeah. which i loved this scene yeah yeah and that that shows like her character and like what she wants out of life in her long long life
1: yeah 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 like, yeah She like whereas like yeah gynan wise like understanding mm-hmm. patient like, but gynan doesn't fuck gynan doesn't,
0: yeah. doesn't fuck doesn't uh but yeah she's like she's P-Palea like a
1: yeah playa is like i'm trying to party Mm-hmm. Like I need, I, I need new experiences yeah. because I'm, I'm trying, I've, I've, I've lived so long. I've experienced almost everything there is. Yeah,
0: is. I'm, I'm trying to get this 800 year old pussy dick down, <laughs> dick down, lick down. I don't give a fuck. Like we ain't got no Highlanders anymore to fuck. So I'm just out here in the fucking universe. Fucking whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I like that. Cause it adds a sort of like unpredictability to her character where it's like, I feel like they're going to play with that a lot in the season.
0: God, you know, what would be the best? Hmm is if she was a Highlander type immortal. <laughs> she used to just kill su- other, other ones. Yeah, suddenly they and, and like basically the only immortals left were all Klingon. Mm. and that's why they use their fucking batlets so mm. often for beheadings. Oh yeah. Yeah, right?
1: That yeah, that would be cool if like a beam of light just shot out of them when they got beheaded and, Oh, that'd be so cool. And it's like
0: ah and then just, like, whoever killed him suddenly grows another dick <laughs> with the quickening. <laughs> it's just the dickening. <laughs> yeah.
1: What's, what's Christopher Lambert up to? Like, can we bring him in at some point? Uh,
0: Adrian Paul. Adrian Paul? Adrian Paul, not Christopher Lambert.
1: Christopher Lambert was the Highlander in the movies. I know.
0: The inferior version of the Highlander. Oh. The far inferior version. Adrian Paul was Duncan McLeod of the Clan McLeod, the superior version. Oh, okay. To Connor McLeod. Connor McLeod? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry, Connor McLeod? Duncan I still McLeod.
1: Like, I still like Christopher Lambert, though. He was Raiden.
0: I love Chris. It's Christopher Lambert, by
1: the way. Oh, Christopher Lambert. 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 Yeah, Christopher yeah, he was, Lambert.
0: He was great as Raiden. He, I mean, he's, he's in some great, terrible movies. Yeah,
1: I don't think he's been in anything. Uh, Fortress.
0: Either. Have you ever seen Fortress? It's awful. It rules. <laughs> you should definitely <laughs> check out Fortress. I'll check that it's out. It's like a VR... Christopher Lambert. Film. Oh hell's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We love those. Yeah,
1: where, where, what's he doing? I need to look him up. I'll look him up later.
0: Uh, living off those Highlander royalties. Oh yeah. There can only be one <laughs> royalty check a month. <laughs> <laughs> it's like give me the prize, eight hundred and four bucks. Uh-huh. That's not <laughs> going to make rent. That's less than my social security check. <laughs> um. So. Um uh she says she's bored and uh she might even stay around the enterprise uh because there's a shortage of boredom there. Mm-hmm. And then she walks off laughing, which mm-hmm. I love this silly bitch. Yeah. I love she's kooky. this silly yeah. bitch. Yeah.
1: She's very 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 Carol Kane type character.
0: Very Carol Kane mixed with like a drag queen. Yes. Like she has mm-hmm. definitely watched some drag shows and she's like what makes drag queen so fucking goofy and she figured it out she yeah. fucking figured it out and yeah. she's doing it and she's just so good she, she's very good um so to talk the the klingon commander uh brings uh spock back to the table toasting with quote the vulcan who acts nothing like a vulcan oriana reunites with Leon who tells her to stay out of trouble excuse me and oriana jokes that she will if Laon does and Laon's like, "Fuck,
1: damn it! You're making me
0: promise that, damn yeah, it!" Yeah, I just—my
1: word to this child is bond. <laughs> God, I
0: wanted to get some Klingon dick, but we all know that's trouble. <laughs> um, she asks where Laon will go now. Uh, seeing Spock with the Klingons, Laon seems to have made her choice. Mm-hmm. She going back with the crew. Hell yeah! So back aboard the Enterprise, Uh, April excoriates Spock for acting against his explicit orders and nearly causing another war. Wow, wow, Spock quietly asks the admiral to lower the volume of his voice. <laughs> uh April uh asks if Spock is hungover and Spock admits that he is, which <laughs> is pretty fucking funny. I, yeah. I like that. Um yeah. which uh um Spock also points out that the situation could have easily gone the other way if he hadn't gotten hung over with them yeah
1: really he handled this like the best way possible really he did yeah yeah Yeah, that's possible outcome for the situation so
0: Spock did what he thought was right uh, saying he followed his gut is a human might put it Mm -hmm. but will accept whatever punishment Starfleet deems appropriate for him April decides the Klingon hangover is punishment enough but warns that next time and he adds there better not be a next time it would be Spock's commission that he would lose and orders him to bring the Enterprise home Spock checks in on Chapel in Sick Bay. Mbenga approaches, not having heard Spock come in, and assures him she will be fine. The look on Spock's face shows his inner turmoil and horniness.
2: <laughs> and he
0: admits he has no words to describe how he feels because he doesn't know the word horny. No. Uh, he spends most of the day, uh, sorry, most of the rest of the voyage in his quarters playing the lute the doctor gave him. And by the lute, I mean masturbating.
1: Yeah. He, he just has like, he just has like Chapel's like personal info like Starfleet information. All, all her body for, scans. All the profile up there, and he's just like cranking it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a tricorder with her smell in it, and he's just <laughs> like... <laughs> <sighs> 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 yeah, giggity. <laughs> uh, uh, back on Starbase One, uh, Commodore Tafoon thinks April lets Spock off too easy. But uh, April points out, he may have just helped prevent the Federation from having to defend two fronts at the same time, whether he knows it or not. He considers Spock one of their very best and says if this war happens, they will need all the people that they can get. Mm-hmm. As he speaks, he looks to his map display, showing a possible object identification near the Terrace system. A Gorn attack ship. Bum 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 End of the episode What do you think?
1: I liked it Yeah Yeah, me
0: too Yeah
1: there was only a couple parts I thought were kind of cheesy Like the Yeah Like when they inject PCP And fight and do all the Klingon fights
0: Oh yeah, I kind of I kind of skipped that. Yeah, part. yeah,
1: let's get rid of that right side. So yeah, like, so so
0: Chapel and Mbenga before they throw themselves out of the airlock, and it doesn't make a ton of sense because they don't kill everybody. No, there's still people left alive, but they just stop searching for them.
1: Yeah, um, well, they, they lock them into that thing. I yeah. guess they get away from them, and that's how they're able to. But yeah, it's just funny that he carries like some like some super powered PCP type thing. With yeah. Them too.
0: And the two of them totally disassociate and beat the fucking shit out of like <laughs> yeah. 30 Klingons.
1: Yeah. Like the ninja fight I thought was a little funny. Yeah. I,
0: I skipped that because I didn't like it. Yeah. I, I don't like the the fast cut, like very shaky action scene shit they do yeah. in Star Trek. We don't need it. No. We never needed it it was never in like old star trek and like suddenly they're like oh people need action or else they're gonna get like bored yeah i, I mean, get bored when there is action
1: <laughs> yeah like it it, it felt like it, i felt the scene went on too long mm-hmm. like um like i mean they put it in there because yeah i mean it's like like they're like they're like uh chapel and, and Benga are like are like zooted to the gills yeah. like with like their suit uh, because I'm, I'm assuming it gave them like like heightened uh, strength and speed, mm-hmm. and that's how they're able to physically overpower Beast so many. Mode. Yeah, yeah, physically overpower so many Klingons.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, it, it was it was kind of it was kind of silly. But
0: it was. But, but yeah.
1: like uh, you know, it's forgivable. But it it, uh, I thought it was fun. Yeah,
0: that that and the um the what's your catchphrase part yeah. of the episode were both lame. Yeah. Uh, not well written, kind of dumb. I liked pretty much everything else though. Yeah. Um, yeah
1: everything else I thought was excellent like um, uh, I did I did I did like how um, you know it was interesting like they they took pike away I was
0: gonna say uh, that was the next thing I was gonna say uh, they did a fantastic job mm-hmm. for doing an episode with zero pike except zero pike. for the fucking opening captain's log.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm wondering if like we're going to be uh, the this season's probably going to be more focused on like Spock, perhaps. Because we wish because we had like so Pike's story right in the last season. Well,
0: like either the next episode or probably the third episode is going to have to be uh, a Pike episode, basically, because it's going to be him dealing with uh, the Una yeah, situation, yeah. and yeah, that's going to be so a space lawyer episode. I'm imagining that's going to be like almost just him like entirely yeah you're right and i'm totally fine with that so oh yeah i think yeah, it's like it'll yeah.
1: be like what's happening while they're doing this mm-hmm. the next episode probably will be like pike yeah like right. doing his own adventure and i feel
0: like we have pike una and spock very well established now mm-hmm. so i hope this season they're going to do the rest of the cast they didn't really do last season uh, Ortega, yeah. ahura uh hammer no uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> r.i.p um uh obviously a playa um mm. yeah there's you know uh mitchell um yeah I, i'm oh, kind of wonder, j- wa- wondering j? if
1: they're giving mitchell some attention right now because uh. I'm, I'm wondering if she's going to die like i'm wondering if it's like
0: oh they can't kill her i mean I, that's
1: why i, that's what I think because like we're it, it's teasing like a gorn uh a war with the gorn and so like i'm wondering if like if if they're if they focus if they they're building mitchell up to then kill
0: him. i i really hope not because uh especially new trek for some reason has a real dearth of uh asians in it in does. the ranks yeah i tra- don't know why uh,
1: um transport chief kyle
0: yeah they, they, yeah they got they got rid of him yeah yeah so <laughs> apparently they just need a token asian on board the enterprise at all times <laughs> yeah. sulu took over after this which yeah. is why he was there so uh, yeah um no but it's like i, I don't know especially since right now what a third to a half of the world population is no a half of the world population is asian mm-hmm. like literally like a couple hundred years from now unless fucking khan nuni who is an indian mm. like absolutely decimated asia mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't know how the whole thing works out yeah. but there really should be more asians on star oh, trek yeah, absolutely uh really more than anything less white people
1: yeah. <laughs> but like But I was wondering because they were giving her a lot of attention and she's not part of the main cast technically. So yes. Like, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I
0: mean, th- well, they took out Hammer. Well, I guess they replaced him with Carol Kay, So Yeah,
1: and, and that's what I'm guessing. Like, I think I think they'll probably just go through a an a, a, a chief also like go through a chief engineer per season. So I'm wondering right. if Carol Kane will have her thing. Mm, no, be, I wouldn't. It'd be funny want, if they kill her off, but I it would be more that. It would make more sense if she maybe just like at the end of this season like decides to go on to her next
0: adventure. Right. Which I I don't know. I, we don't need Scotty. Like someone online pointed out um, that. Uh, obviously they're like play is probably only going to be in their first season. And then they are going to replace her with a very conventionally attractive white guy playing Scotty, Yeah, which is like something I don't think anybody really wants out of this at all. No,
1: I would, I would love it if, if, we keep Scotty. Cause like, I think we have enough of the, of the original characters yeah, already. Absolutely. Like I'm fine with you, Spock mm-hmm. and, um, that's it, right? Kirk oh uh, yeah they're going to bring kirk in but um, I, I, actually, chapel. I actually actually chapel, oh, chapel. Well. Mm. yeah actually i don't want um, bingo
0: technically i guess I, robert I, april technically yeah, yeah te- technically yeah Pike technically. <laughs> lots of people technically but uh, like S- sarek
1: sarek yeah but i would i would love it if there's no kirk though i mean i know they're going to bring him in but i would love it if he d- never joins like a main part of the cast
0: yeah i'd be totally cool with that too I, if
1: he's just like has like an episode here and there mm-hmm. That's that's fine, but I kind of want Kirk to stay far, far away from this. Yeah, because he doesn't really he doesn't have, he he doesn't really come into um control of the Enterprise until much later anyway. No, he doesn't. Yeah, Yeah. so it's just like let 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 these characters tell their story.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we've. we've I love
1: all the original characters. Also, I love what they've done with. With the characters that have already existed like especially you know like una and chapel mm-hmm. i feel have been really fleshed out into yeah, their own yeah. individual place you know and cause, you know in chapel and the tos was just like
0: i'm um, in love with spock and yeah kind of a nothing burger yeah and like, oh i'm the woman who fucks up yeah oops, i did a woman <laughs> thing and now everything's in danger oopsie mm-hmm. daisy yeah i would
1: and so it's just like yeah just let these characters breathe for a little before we start bringing in mm-hmm. like kirk and scotty and and others like just let, let it go yeah we
0: really i mean unless you're gonna bring in maress oh you know? yeah uh, and mrs like
1: mm-hmm. we are fully on on board with that like, no bring, bring
0: in maress whenever the fuck you want yeah
1: bring in cations i want to oh, see okay. a live action mrs like
0: i'll start doing this podcast naked i swear to god <laughs> i swear to fucking god <laughs>
1: that'll that'll be the only fans episode yes <laughs> but yeah yeah uh so yeah that's what that that that's our stance on this uh bring in emrys yeah. We like that's our, that's, that's, that's the new hashtag. Cat girl.
0: Cat girl. 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 Cat uh, thanks for joining us, Soyagers. It's time for us to warp away. Be well, travel safe, and maybe uh, think about uh, licking a butthole or two.
1: Yeah, why not? All right. Thanks for checking with the Soy Boys, Girls, and Willy Beans.
0: Hang Mm-dong Dong and, and Shocker. shocker.